0: Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're having a security conversation, specifically security fabrics or security mesh architectures. That is, you get an integrated set of products that work together to help you manage risk in the network or on endpoints and do things like improve detection and response. Our sponsor today is Fortinet. We're talking with Stephen Watkins. He is director of systems engineering at Fortinet. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. And so just give us a basic overview. What is Fortinet security fabric? They're making an argument that they have a security fabric that's better than just standalone devices. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, Thanks. It's a, it's a platform approach. And as you mentioned, you could call it a security mesh or a security fabric. But essentially what it means for us is that we have a portfolio of products and solutions, which we natively work to integrate with one another. So as you have point products typically on the edge and within the infrastructure, uh, now you have a, a set of solutions and products that all speak to one another and communicate bidirectionally to be able to share information about security threats or other sort of posture elements within the infrastructure. And so really giving you that uh, homogenous information flow um, that you need to kind of protect yourself from today's threats.
0: Okay, so what's the difference between a Fortinet, what you're calling a security fabric, and me just buying a best-of-breed you know, AV and firewall and IPS and so on? What, what am I getting by a quote-unquote security fabric?
1: I think the biggest difference between, you know, going out and getting best of breed and having something that's more meshed or a security fabric is the experience. I think, you know, having point products out there gives you a lot of different consoles, a lot of different points where you have to mm. develop integration for or cause two products to become integrated in some form or fashion where the security fabric is really Done for you. It's integrated on your behalf from secure from the vendor. In in this case, from us, from Fortinet, and mm. so limiting the number of consoles for managing and monitoring, and uh, reacting, all those different things are kind of brought together from us instead of you having to do that after buying a bunch of point solutions.
2: So this is sort of this idea that you might have a cloud service that's doing your CASB, your you know your cloud access security broker that's doing. Content scanning and logging, and then you have an SD-WAN from a different vendor at the edge of the network, and then you have firewalls in the core of your network comes from a different vendor, and then you have a seam that comes from another vendor, and then you have you know firewalls from another vendor in a different part of your network, and then over here in the cloud service you have a whole different set of pl- you know tooling over there, and your security platform becomes death by a thousand paper cuts. You have different vendors involved they don't integrate if you want to establish a security policy you've got to configure it across I, I mean there was a study recently and they said something like a typical enterprise it has like 75 different security tools and nobody actually knows how they work because there's too many of them or something like that
1: that's, that's a really great point that that's mm. my paper cut uh, so it, essentially, when when you have a multi-vendor approach, you you have to rely on the integration points. Uh, if one vendor has an upgrade to their code, does that break the integration with one or other multiple vendors within your infrastructure? Uh, and so that's that's a big challenge uh, because mm-hmm. if it breaks something, something's not working the way it was, and so you're missing out on information. You're missing out on policy enforcement, you're you're missing out on visibility into how things are operated in your environment. Uh, With a platform approach, you don't really have that same impact when you're looking across code upgrades because code upgrades are taken care of in and of themselves through the integrated platforms. And so being able to say, I don't have to turn on connectivity between a firewall and a sim from a sharing perspective, not just sending logs and doing log analytics, but also being able to identify those particular threats and being able to intelligently communicate back to a firewall, back to an IPS, back to all sorts of other policy enforcement points to be able to now dynamically modify policy to protect against a specific detected threat.
0: All right, so let's dig into some examples. Zero Trust, there's a lot of talk about it in the industry how would Fortinet make the case that we've got an integrated zero-trust fabric?
1: Let me just lay down some foundations. So 40OS is our core product, if you will. Everybody knows 40OS probably as FortiGate, but 40OS is actually the firmware that resides within the the FortiGate, whether it's a hardware appliance, whether it's a a VM, or whether it's in the cloud in one of those public cloud platforms. And so when we start with 40OS, we, we get everything that's kind of Together And so we're converging network and security. And 40OS can act as that single sort of uh, WAN edge consolidation platform. So you have everything from next-gen firewall capabilities, SD-WAN capabilities, quality of service, advanced routing, all in a single platform at the edge. And so really kind of pulling things together. And so expanding that out into the management plane, we have one management plane that not only manages 40OS on the edge, but it can also manage the infrastructure behind it. So we're talking things like switch and access points. And so being a wireless controller, being a switch controller, that's all managed again through one user interface, whether that's on-prem, you want to run it in the cloud, or you want to have it hosted in the in the cloud environment. So hmm. pulling everything together and then zero trust comes into play when we have that part of our portfolio, what we call for to client and EMS. We add that in natively to be able to communicate not only across the 40OS sort of architecture, but now we're integrating the mobile edge. And so those mm-hmm. laptops, those other devices that are that are managed by EMS, now we can communicate all sorts of posture elements. And so we can start tagging traffic with different elements and being able to use our 40OS as an access proxy to be able to enforce dynamic security policy across the entire architecture.
2: So, so the challenge here, now I know there are other vendors who are doing this, who have, you know, you, you put a client on the laptop or the smart phone and then it tags the packets and then those tags are carried through the network and then the devices are supposed to pick them up. and. They have massive problems with things, simple things like licensing. The vendor's got some sort of licensing strategy and you don't know if it's going to work or not because the licensing is not obvious as to how it works. And another problem you have is that trying to get all the devices in the path to have the same policy because different business units in the company program their device or they acquired the devices from some third party and they haven't got around to updating them and so you're doing half of it, you know, like are you really able to do all of this in a single platform? Like, can I make this into a single fabric? Because I'm kind of dubious, right?
1: Sure, and and totally understood, right? And so 40OS, the beauty about 40OS is that you you get all those capabilities I mentioned, the the SD-WAN, the ZTNA, the firewalling, the, the QoS, the IPS, all of those advanced security capabilities in addition to the networking functions, all of those are included in the same license. And so when you want to add on... You know ztna when you want to turn on sdwan it's it's a matter of turning it on it isn't another module that you have to install it's not another download it's not another license and then we extend that when we speak about the framework of ztna there's not a ztna license that you have to install on 40 os then you have to install on ems and client Uh, all those things are are integrated for ease of use by our our customers. We want to make things more simplified. That's what customers are asking for today. Help us simplify our network and secure architecture. And so we're doing that not just from a function perspective, but also at the management plane, being able to pull that in through a 40 manager interface with 40 analyzer on the back end, doing those analytics and being able to really have visibility across the entire environment without pulling out three, four different consoles.
0: And ZTNA in part is also about making sure you've got the right policies and the right policy enforcement points. And you're saying that because you've got the built-in firewalls, SD WAN, you're at the places where an endpoint is going to try to connect to get access to a resource, you've got an enforcement point where you can apply a policy
1: exactly and so when when i say ztna with 40 os in the same sentence what we really do is we we kind of bring that uh industry term access proxy into play and so 40 os essentially becomes an access proxy for those endpoints and so now they establish direct tunnels and so it's not just you know uh old school vpn where we connect up to one thing in one place and then everything else uses private wire or other additional point-to-point VPNs from there, but these connections are from the endpoint device directly to those access proxies protecting the resources that reside behind them.
0: So you also mentioned SD-WAN. I don't know if people are aware that Fortinet is an SD-WAN company because that's sometimes there's a split between security and networking and Fortinet's kind of in the security box, but you're saying you've got a full suite of SD-WAN products that are also part of this fabric.
1: Yeah, and and you know, I hate to beat this drum, but it's the same 40OS that is uh, that is, you know, our leading firewall as well. And So SD-WAN is a capability that's built into 40OS. And one thing that maybe not everybody kind of realizes, but it's not just secure SD-WAN. It's a full-featured pure-play SD-WAN solution where we compete in the market regularly with all the same features. And so there is no turn it all on or you get nothing. It's not an all or nothing solution. It's SD-WAN and it can be SD-WAN alone. And we have customers who have deployed 40OS in just that fashion where they're using only the networking. Now, secure secure SD-WAN is most dominantly our biggest use case. However, uh, a lot of customers don't understand that that 40OS is in and of itself an SD-WAN solution and can be leveraged in that fashion.
0: So, if I buy the appliance, I put it in a branch, I turn on SD-WAN. If down the line I also want to turn on next-gen firewall or other security features, that's just essentially, as you said, ticking a box and it's up and running on that device.
1: Certainly. And so, when you talk about you know advanced security features, there there is often a one-time sub- or an annual subscription for those features, but when you buy a FortiGate, whether it's a virtual or hardware appliance, and you have a support contract for that, you get the Advanced Rally and the QoS, the SD-WAN, all that without additional licensing on the box. And so you can turn those on as as frequently or as infre- infrequently as you like. Uh, but you know to clarify, there is a subscription for our Advanced Security Services. Okay.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I've had people say to me how easy it was, uh, you know, they didn't have to fuss with it. And, you know, the frustration with the subscription licensing and having to work out, you know, I'm being, it's it, it's imagine renting a house and then having to rent the door and then rent each room and then rent the bed <laughs> yeah. and then work out how much it's costing you. And, it's, and this is how some people feel about these subscription services and the complexity associated. It, it feels like the companies that are doing it, don't know how to charge. And so each, you know, they're exposing each internal part of the business. I guess the other part here is that at the edge of the network. So when we have endpoints, this is all integrated as well. I mean, I imagine you've still got some licensing going on around the endpoints and the number of endpoints, but is that integrated as well? Because sometimes that endpoint detection and scanning is actually a different thing. Like it's not integrated?
1: It, it absolutely is integrated. So we use central management as well for our endpoints, but that central management becomes really the communication facility when we speak about a zero-trust architecture. And so that EMS, as we call it, is receiving information from all those endpoints, being able to create those tags, apply those tags to those different devices. And then EMS is also the communicator from Itself out to all those access proxies, so that we can be able to identify new policy changes to existing posture sort of characteristics for a particular mm. device. But again, all of that is included in the licensing with which you get. There is no uh, again, there's there's no additional. Hey, this is a ZTNA license. Hey, this is a right. you know this sort of license. So it, so it's really, simplified. what you're
2: doing is making that pitch that Fortinet is a full spectrum security company from Firewalls to SD WAN to SASE to endpoint detection and you know remediation to cloud scanning services. We've done shows on all of these, right? Where you, you've got a Casby, I can send my data off into the cloud to be logged and scanned. You've got the firewall product, of course, as well as the routing. So if you want to do IPSec, you can do that as well. So that's that's setting you up to be a full platform, like a security platform. And increasingly, what we're seeing is people turn away from saying. I want this product from that security company and this product from that security company because it just doesn't what unified simplifying the operations, simplifying the purchasing, which one do you think is the most important?
1: I think what I'm hearing from our customers a lot when I speak with you know CTOs or, or CSOs or anybody from you know from the top to the bottom, it's about simplification. Uh, and so simplification in their terminology means you know less screens. Uh, it means you know easier management. But it means maintaining the same sort of capabilities, no matter where these fe- these features and functionalities exist, whether they're in the infrastructure or at the edge. We need to make sure that we're delivering the same sort of security features without reducing the efficacy, but doing it in a way that makes them be able to expand their capabilities without having to take on a lot of training without having to take on a lot of vendor Mm. support contracts. So simplification seems to be the very tip of the iceberg right now in a lot of conversations.
2: I've been very critical of cybersecurity and this idea that, you know, one of these, one of these, one of these, and then I have to have one person. And then you're trying to bring together a security policy. So the idea that you're going to focus down on less vendors covering more ground, there's a trade-off, but it's probably a viable one, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the downside I feel like is that if a vendor comes up to me and says I've got a platform, I'm thinking, okay, that means you want me to buy all your stuff, you know, which is fine. A vendor's going to do that, but what if I've already got a significant investment in firewall or seam or log analysis or whatever? Is are those essentially now I just have to throw them in the bin, or what do I do with those?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, and I'll, I'll reference back just quickly to our you know pure play SD WAN uh, wins where we have uh, implemented just SD WAN without the security. Uh, a lot of times those customers do come to us and say exactly that. Hey, we see that Fortinet is a leader in the SD-WAN industry, but we have an investment in another vendor for security. How can we work that? Well, number one, you can work that because we do SD-WAN very well. Number two, we have what we call this security alliance or ecosystem, if you will. So it's a security fabric ecosystem. And then we have our partner technology alliances. And so there's more than 400 vendors in this alliance that we integrate in some way, right? Whether that's an API or what we term our development, our native development as fabric connectors, or whether that's just DevOps tools, right? Scripts, something very simple. We integrate with, you know, over 400 different vendors. And so we do that because we understand It's very difficult sell to say, here's the fabric, buy everything all at once. Number one, that's just a tough sell anywhere. Number two, there's, like you mentioned, a lot of existing investments in the infrastructure. And so we need to be able to be sure if we're going to provide value in the security fabric, we have to deliver that in a way that's not just, hey, if you didn't buy everything, you don't get all this value, but we can increase the value even if it doesn't have a Fortinet logo on it.
0: So what does it mean to be a part of that ecosystem? If I'm you know, looking at my Fortinet console, do you mean I can surface up information from a third-party device in that console? Or give me a concrete example of what it means to be in the ecosystem.
1: So uh, just being able to, like you said, you know, being able to communicate it, for example, uh, with the cloud providers, being able to establish secure connectivity between an edge and a cloud provider, uh, for example, with SD-WAN, so providing cloud on-ramp in that manner, uh, you know, and very easily being able to do that with our fabric connectors. We build the fabric connectors for folks like GCP or or Azure or Amazon, and so we build that in there. You come in and fill out a couple things, and then you have connectivity between your edge sites and your cloud sites. And so we can deliver that very easily instead of having to build those things from scratch. And now. We have a dynamic capability to be able to say, as things change in the cloud, environment capabilities, IP addresses, ports, we can dynamically transfer that information from the cloud down to the edge to be able to provide that secure access to those who need it, and then prevent access for those who don't. And so being able to pull all that information together uh, from not only native Fortinet or FortiGate products, but also outside of that realm.
0: All right. Well, that does bring us to the end of the conversation. Stephen, if folks want to find out more about the fabric or anything about Fortinet, where should they go?
1: Of course, uh, best place to go is just www.fortinet.com. All
0: right. Fortinet.com. Nice and easy. Well, thank you, Stephen, for joining us. And thanks to you for being a listener. If you liked what you heard, check out PacketPushers.net for a feast of technical blogs on networking, cloud, and infrastructure. You can follow us on Twitter at PacketPushers. Find us on LinkedIn and like us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.